And now, the Awkward High Five Podcast presents RTG's Things I Hate. I'm RTG, and this is what I fucking hate. You want to know what I hate? People that pop other people's pimples. Why the fuck do you get off on squeezing pus out of someone's greasy ass face? And these weirdos that don't discriminate, like they'll pop pimples, whiteheads, blackheads, and the bigger the better. Then when you're done, you'll download that shit on the internet and smile. You give a new definition to being down with OPP. (laughs) The ones I really hate are the chicks that pop zits on their boyfriend's pimpled up steroid infested back. Go wash your hands, you fucking dummies. You people who pop other people's pimples, you're who I fucking hate. That's what I want. That's one. That's my one request. Do you want it to say uh, this is? I think the first time in what's this? Like almost sixty episodes. You haven't requested anything on the cart machine, (laughs) if you will. So you just wanted to say bombastic or Mister Bombastic? Ooh, Mister Bombastic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. Well, if you get that, then I want one that says Shaba. (laughs) All right, you can have Shaba. Simsima, who's got the keys to my Bima? I was thinking more flex time <laughs> to, to have, have sex. <laughs> Actually, that would be a good drop. Just flex time to have sex. <laughs> yeah. The problem with them is the ones that have the uh, the music in the background, like uh, you know, ah, what is going on with this thing? Sorry, like um, congratulations. Yeah, that dumb know? snare drum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that horrible tin ass sound yeah. snare snare oh. drum. Um. We have another one with music behind it, but I shan't play that one ever again. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Think about it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> You're the worst. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate people that pop other people's pimples. Oh, it's fucking gross. OPP, how can I explain it? I'll take it frame by frame it. I'll have you all popping pimples and saying it. <laughs> Always for other P is for people, people popping, popping pimples. <laughs> the last P, well, that's not that simple. Well, actually, it is pretty simple. It's just pimples. It's just it's just pimples. Bust it. You know what I've had in my head, actually, lately is fucking um, uh, hallelujah, hip-hop hooray. I'm up six hours early. It's a kitten hitting day. <laughs> that might be the best line. Well, and, what song is that? Uh, written on Your Kitten by Naughty oh, that's by written. Nature. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's basically just saying, like, like hallelujah, I got up nice and early because I'm going to get laid today. Hallelujah. <laughs> that's the life hip- of treachery. Right. Hip-hop hooray. I'm up six hours <laughs> early. It's a kitten hitting day. In other words, he's saying, you long went off at 6 a.m., I'm rolling over, and I'm fucking Peppa. <laughs> I you you know what that's a good point for all the bragging that Treachery has done in his songs then he goes and fucks Peppa the beast <laughs> and more like Peppa fucks him yeah right she grabs that machete and she's like come on she puts it to his neck like, come on <laughs> and then Vin Rock tries to help him but he's got T Rex arms so he can't yeah. and you know you know I would love you know to do a full black chick like all black because I did get down with the mulatto once but I. I would love to do a full black, but I'm just scared the whole time she's going to go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because black girls say, oh, shit, a lot during sex. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> is it just something you you just think, or or this is from experience? Because I... I think I saw it in a porno once. I've, ha- I've never um, been with a black chick. I don't think I've ever even kissed a black chick. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, it's not that I don't want to. I would like to. It's just... I don't think me and black chicks uh, get along. Well, the law of average. Sexually. You know what I mean? No, black people love you. Especially if you know your name was Devin. Devin? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Devin has never got me laid by, uh, by a black chick, is it what will. I'm saying. It will. You just got to find the right one. But yeah, I just feel like they'll say, oh, shit, the whole time. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would, uh, I would be... Um, hesitant on how i might match up to their former partners though yeah that is a tough one 
You wouldn't have a fucking problem. You'll be all right. I was just speaking for the masses. You're Sicilian fucking ass. <laughs> you're that's why you're half fucking black anyway. Yeah, that's why I'm craving it. <laughs> maybe that's maybe it's it's running in your blood. Yeah, that's why. That's got to be a hardwood floor though, because I'm not down with the moss. The uh, yeah, you're right. It yeah, lo- it looks mossy. <laughs> See, you watch way more black porno than I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm curious. Look, I'm gonna admit something right here, right now. I'm just gonna say it. I, I, I can't go that way when it comes to porn. I'm the least race. I'm. Oh, me neither. But there's a few. I'm the least racist human being in the world. Skin I, diamond. I love. I love everybody. Lacey Duval. I, I can't. I can't do the black woman. And then the worst thing. Now you know that I'm a redhead guy. Yeah. I enjoy the redheads. Mm. On the rare occasion that I will view a pornographic movie, I normally will search for one of my go-to gals. Let's say Faye Reagan or Marie, Marie McCray. Faye or, Reagan. That is way too freckly. Nah, don't care. The one thing I like about Faye Reagan, though, she takes the cream pie like it's no one's business. <laughs> She'll take like five loads in one minute. <laughs> okay. Just take it. Anyway. <laughs> but but uh, a lot of redheads, for some reason... Just don't do straight sex. And I'm a traditional guy. If what I wanna, do you mean by that? A lot of redheads, I'll always search redheads, a lot of redheads are either solo because they're like, like you know you know how like super, like when it Like com- they ride the Sibian? Well, yeah, or they just do like, like cam shit. You know how like there's levels in porn where like you, it, it's certain attractive levels in porn. So like if you're really fucking hot, you don't ever have to fuck anybody. All you have to do is just show your tits and finger yourself, and then you're getting paid. Really? I'll never watch a masturbation. I, I don't either. Unless they're really getting paid. Right. I don't either. But or, or a lot of redheads, what they do in porn is is lesbian scenes, which, look, I'm not against. That's true. But, uh, but you know, but if I'm searching for... But then another thing is a lot of the... Some of the... Let's just use the word trashier. No, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying in their looks as as they may be rated to other porn stars... What a lot of those redheads do is um, biracial, a BBC maybe. Yeah, yeah, because Faye Reagan's a fucking trash dumpster. <laughs> I understand. She's a piece of shit. Uh, she looks like someone actually threw shit at her face and held up a screen. <laughs> That's how many freckles she has. <laughs> I don't mind the freckles. I don't a mind lot, them. But what I'm trying to get at is that every once in a while... I'll see I'll see a video and I'll be like, yes, I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be the video that I'm going to watch. And then I hit play and then I realize that the gentleman in the video is a black gentleman. And I, I abort. I hit Isn't the that weird? I always found that like a fucking porn enigma. Yeah, it's weird. How you actually care about the dick. Right. Like, if there's a condom on, I'm like, I can't watch Yeah, I can't do condoms Why does either? that matter? I have no idea. Because <laughs> I can't imagine that it's your dick. Okay, let me add another layer to this weirdness. <laughs> Is that, I, I guess the answer to that would be, um, you want to kind of fucking, like, believe in your head that that's your dick, yeah, right? Yeah, and you'd never wear a condom. Right, exactly. But for me... Even if it's Faye Reagan. But for me... <laughs> I all that come inside of it. I like, I like a nice white, like pink, if you will, <laughs> dick. Pink. <laughs> I'm oh, a carrot. I'm a pink dick looker. <laughs> and, and the the fact of the matter is, I don't got a pink dick. I'm kind of a dark guy. Yeah, you like a pink. <laughs> I'm kind of pinky. You like to imagine that the dude that's fucking her isn't doing too much damage. He just has a little pinky. <laughs> I, I look. Hands off. Leave her alone. You know, the dick's kind of, it's it's brown. That is so weird. I always fucking thought, like, why does that matter? Why can't I watch condom porn? I, I don't know. so weird. And it's the same thing with the black. Like, I don't. Mind is a crazy thing. I don't give a fuck about, you know, it's not, it's not racism at all. It's just something in my sexual preference as soon as there's a black dick there or even a black woman for the most part. There's been very few black women that i've watched on uh on porn that i've actually enjoyed i, I don't know why well i'll tell you why it's the boobs really yeah some of them have nice ass boobs yeah some but it's very rare a lot of them have squidward boobs <laughs> <laughs> okay and they're flying and they're you know helicoptering all over the place you know what i mean right and screaming oh shit and you don't know what's going on it's the same with the whiteies though yeah it's fucking floppos. you know if you're looking at natural tits and that's another thing not a big fan of the fake tits, especially in porn. Yeah, me porn, neither. Me you know, neither. like like you'll see a girl and they'll they'll look good, and then all of a sudden when they're on their back, you actually see like the wrinkles underneath oh, the boob yeah. from where they put the implants in. And you're hanging like, off the bed. And you're shit. like, fuck that. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't do fakies either unless they're good, you know. But it's so weird how we, you know, 
we imagine that it's us. No condoms, no black, you know? I'll tell you what. I'm I'm looking forward to uh and and I've cut down in my old age on my porn consumption. Oh, me too. Me I'm not too. A, I'm not really a porn watcher that much mm-hmm. anymore like I was in my, you know, teens and 20s. But this virtual reality is getting me like kind of interested ah, in it. Really? Because because everything that I'm reading about virtual reality porn is everybody saying like this is the shit. Yeah. You know, like, what is it like super POV? Yeah, well, it's POV, but you know the the new VR thing, which is that's the next thing that's coming. That's that's the big uh, technological advance that we will have in the next few years. It's out now, very uh, bare bones versions of it, and it's going to get better and better. It's going to be the new thing, and um, and yeah, it's it's one of those things where you know it, it not only are you just putting on these things and then seeing it from the point of view, but you could actually move your head. And move around the room and look at the things you want to look at and all that stuff. Oh, you know? shit. So, That's like, pretty cool. Shit's coming true. Damn. Yes. You know what? Being as uh, you know non-technological as I am, I always had a great invention that I really want to come out. And I'm waiting for the day that it actually does. Well, should you even say it here? Patent pending, patent, patent pending? pending? <laughs> well, I feel like it's going to come out anyway one day. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. But a video game that you fuck and like you get points based on how good you fuck it. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that they, there's. I'm sure that there's a video game out there that does that. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. not you technically fucking the video. Yeah, game. It doesn't have to be like a blow up doll. Just like a little controller that you just fuck. I <laughs> I guarantee you that there's. It's either been developed or there's people developing it because all those Japanese people, all they want to do is fuck computers. Yeah, that's what their whole life is about. I know. Like when like, they watch that like cartoon or like those anime people fucking. Like, yeah, like, and all the tentacle porn. That and shit, shit scares the shit out. of I was me. just watching a thing the other day. Some Asian dude. I you know I don't know if I'm guessing it's Japan, but it could be China or something. He built a robot. Right. Here's the thing. He uh, so he built a robot. Um. And it was a big deal because it, it was kind of like an, an AI kind of robot and it looked like a human, which is cool. I mean, I understand, even though I know me and you are against that because we feel like they're going to revolt and kill us. Yeah, I'm getting scared as the more you talk. But here's the problem. Okay, dude built a robot. He's, a, he's an engineer. He's a fucking genius. He, he came up with this robot that you can interact with and it's a breakthrough and everything like that. And I get it. But guess who he made it look like? Who? Oh. Scarlett Johansson. Now you're Scarlett telling Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. I like Scarlett Johansson. Right. I know you do. So do I. But here's the thing. You're trying to tell me that you didn't fucking build this robot because you want to fuck it? You know, if you were building a robot just to... Oh, that's not why he built it? No, no, no. He <laughs> in all the articles, it's like he built this robot. It's amazing. It's a fucking robot that looks like a human and reacts oh, to you and okay. everything. Yo, he's definitely fucking this robot. Right, exactly. This is some <laughs> oh, right. man. Like you don't build a robot and then make it look like Scarlett Johansson because you at least don't want to make you at least want to make it watch you jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> And it's weird because it's like a, uh, it kind of looks like Scarlett Johansson, but it, you know, it's obviously scary. it's kind of weird. It looks yeah, like yeah. Scarlett Johansson kind of had a stroke a little yeah, bit, oh. you know, but this is what's coming. I mean, this is, there's people out there that that's all they're fucking doing right now. That's crazy. So how much do you think I'd have to pay for an Abella Anderson robot? Uh, well, considering Bella Anderson's hierarchy in porn, I'd probably say about uh two fifty. Yeah, no, I don't. Dude, know. I, I have want no idea. that so bad. Well, you could just go get the fucking pusses. The pusses are out there. They... I don't want the puss. I want the whole package. You make... I wanted to act like her. I want her to call me Poppy. You want her personality? <laughs> yes, call me Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, it's coming. It's all, no pun intended, it's yes. coming all over the fucking yes. place. Just wait and fucking, by the time you're 40, you'll be fucking any robot you want to fuck. <laughs> it's going to be a fuck fest. Well, they have those like big rubber dolls, but they're scary as shit. They like, you get them, like, you you actually order what porn star you want yeah. and you get a big rubber version of her. Yeah, it's That's fucking weird. Up. Yeah. Well, the weird part about that is that, and I guess the robot would be the same way if you if you, if you you shut it down, like Little Wonder style. Small yeah. wonder style. Oh, and it like hangs over like. Bro. Yeah, and that's the thing with those things too. Like, yeah, sure, you get it out and you fuck it, but then uh, then it's just sitting in the corner of the room like a dead body. That's fucked up. You have to have a box. Yeah, you put it in. I don't know. I would have nightmares. I would think it's coming out of the box. Yeah, know? I would. Even if it was in a box, I would still think it was mm-hmm. trying to chucky my ass. Yeah, like, yeah. To like the Twilight Zone style, like you look in the mirror and it's like arms up and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I don't. Look, I'm not going to say that I would never try it because I'm sure it's going to get real enough to the point where I'm going to be like, this is interesting. Right? <laughs> it's going to be sitting in the room. You're going to be looking at it like, 
What I'm saying is that the technology that we have now, like the life-size real dolls and whatever computer kind of simulation and everything that's going on right now, that's it's you got to have a certain you got to be fucked up to want to do that. Yeah, because I feel like the people that buy those real dolls are more fucking um, necrophiliacs than anything. Yeah, because I mean, it's got to be like fucking a dead body. Yeah, there's exactly. no way to make it fucking real, you no. know. And their eyes are like lifeless. Uh huh. And the and mouth shit. is just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they always look like they're really surprised. <laughs> they, you know what those fucked dolls look like? They always look like you on line at the warp door when they <laughs> tell you that you had no ice. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> no ice. I knew you were gonna say that. My heat stroke face. <laughs> All those dolls are having heat stroke. Think about how many nasty trucker dudes just been sticking their dicks in the no ice mouse. Yeah, those dudes are fucked up, man. I was watching this thing, you know, like those like crime shows and shit. This guy had a traveling torture mobile in his truck for like 12 years where he would, you know, drive his routes around the country pick up girls and you know how they make those trucks they're like living you know what i mean it's like a little house yeah, in sure. that truck it's pretty cool they- but he would have girls like in the back and would do fucked up shit to them like really hurt them but i have nightmares about this one yeah uh, what are they called lot lizards or something or no is that people that work at a car lot i, I always know. get that confused but there's like actual whores that hang around like truck stops truck stops yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he would get like young girls. He would abduct them, like kidnap them. Oh god! And I, I always think about this one part because it really scared the shit out of me. The way he got caught is he was pulled over for some reason, and someone like looked in his truck, and he had a girl back there like tied up, but she had one of those like horse things in her mouth. You know those bars that like go around the horse's head to stop them from like biting you or some shit yeah like those yeah. horse things. like a muzzle kind of no but it's like a bar that goes straight across your face like through your mouth you okay. know what i mean yeah yeah and that is the scary like where do you get that you know like well i guess if you're adept enough to build a fucking mini tortured uh place in your in your in your semi truck i mean i guess you could get whatever the fuck you want that shit is so fucked up yeah man. that's like that scared me and, like, they had the thespians acted out, and when they showed the girl with the horse collar on or whatever, they did, like, this faded thing where she was struggling in slow motion, and it replays in my head, and it scares the shit out of me. I don't know where the fuck this came from, but I had to let that out. It was bothering me. I get it. I fucking, like, I understand when women, uh, I understand how women are afraid to date some, you know, like, I, I, I... I understand that feeling. Like sometimes I think of uh, of like in the city, like chicks that are on their own in Manhattan and they're like trying to make a connection and like might go on a Tinder date or something in in fucking you know in New York City. Like I, if you're a woman, for the most part, you have to always think to yourself if you're going to meet somebody you don't know that there is a possibility that I might end up with a fucking horse bar in my fucking yeah. shit. You know, yeah. it's fucking scary, right? Because you know. Guys used to have to, like, stalk their prey back in the day. Now they just go, they're one click away. Yeah. You know? And they could just invite them over, act like, because normally those type of guys are like, oh, he was so charming. He was so nice. You yeah, the never... next door neighbor always. Yeah. He helped me with everything. He used to mow my lawn. Right. Taught my kids Spanish. He was the greatest. You would never think he had a collection of whips at his house, <laughs> you know, and horse bars. Well, whips is nothing. It's yeah. fucking. That's, that's nice. just some. That's some S and M shit. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm fine with that shit. You're that's, cool with the whip. That, that's whipping is fine with me. <laughs> it's the horse bars and the mutilation and the yeah. eventual murder of people that I am uh, not a fan of. Yeah, and, and whenever I hear dudes like to fucking put like hooks in chicks, you ever hear about that? Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Hooks. It's fucked up. What do you, why are you putting hooks in people? Like, what the fuck's wrong? Oh. Some people like to hook themselves and do the, uh, oh. the hanging from the ceiling thing. Oh, that's so weird, man. Yeah. That's kind of like an extreme sadomasochism thing that people Super do. extreme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you like, can... people do that with dominatrices and shit. You could uh, bleed out. Yeah. I mean, I guess you have to do it in a controlled environment. Those are the same people that think, like, you get over the flu if you have a good bleeding. <laughs> like, John Adams. <laughs> <laughs> leeches yeah just throw some leeches on me i'm gonna get over this typhoid <laughs> fucking fever um I feel better after a good bleeding john adams you know you brought up that you brought up that video that uh show and it that shot me back to when i was a kid what show uh well the show that you watched that with the guy with the, the horse bar in the truck yeah but when i was a child 
I don't know. I, I'm going to say it was America's Most Wanted, but it was one of those shows. They're like in the late '80s. They were really popular. Yeah, like, like uh, crime or not crime, but like unsolved mysteries. Un, it might it yeah. might have been unsolved mysteries. If you or anyone you know, actually, you know what? I think it was unsolved mysteries because that was a uh, you know unsolved mysteries was creepier, and their reenactions reenactments yeah. are creepier. And the music and Robert Stack's voice and the thing that. Uh, the thing that fucking uh, freaked me out, and I st- I can remember this vividly. I know what the guy looks like. I know what his truck looks like. I know everything. I don't know the backstory, but there was a, a family, a suburban family. Uh, the two kids, which were you know young children, were out in the driveway writing chalk on the on the driveway or whatever. And this guy rolled up in a fucking pickup truck, parked in front of the house. He was like this kind of fat trucker guy, you know. Uh, you know, I'm sure this was in the south someplace or something like that. And he was kind of talking to the kids. Now, who knows if he was trying to get the kids in the truck or not. But he was, like, talking to the kids, like, hey, what are you drawing? What's going on? And the fucking father of the house saw it out the window, came out, and was like, hey, what are you doing? Those are my kids. And before he could even do anything, the guy just whipped out a fucking shotgun and blew him the fuck away. I knew you were going to say that. I think I saw that. And and I remember seeing that as a kid, and it freaking me the fuck out like mm-hmm. holy shit that could really happen like somebody could just come up and kill my dad in, in the front of our house and for years i thought about that when i was like out and around that's crazy that maybe, goes maybe, back to that you have that like obsession with the illusion of safety that has a lot to do with it you yeah know? right yeah you're never safe at any time really know? but but that being said um it it also works in the, in the reverse too because you are you know a lot of people watch those shows and the nightly news and everything and they just especially like you know the the, the house uh, the soccer moms and shit they just feel like holy shit everyone's gonna fucking come get me at yeah. any second I I knew somebody I lived with somebody that was like that every second of her fucking life she thought that there was somebody out there ready to attack at all fucking times you know and that comes from i'm sure that comes from your upbringing as well comes from a lot of unsolved mystery watching right but that comes from you know people back in the day uh before there was cable news used to have local news right so you would go on and you'd look and you would see all the things that happened in your area and um, whether somebody might have gotten murdered, a kid might have gotten kidnapped for but 99.9% of the time, nobody did. It was more just, you know, local events and maybe a robbery or something like that if they really needed something. What happened with the advent of cable news is now a mom in fucking Green Bay, Wisconsin could see that some kid walking down the street in Long Island got abducted and she thinks holy shit, my kid's going to get abducted, you yeah. know? And, and and of course, the news just, you know, because all they want to do is just sell advertising, puts the worst, you know, if it bleeds, it leads, puts the worst shit up there. Yeah. So in the 30 years or so that we've had cable news, um, that's where this whole, now, now parents don't even let their children walk down the street by themselves. Everyone thinks everyone's, kidnapping and raping and and when and when at the end of the day i mean uh, you know yes that shit happens but your kids are for the most part safe to walk down the fucking street especially yeah. in a suburban you know that kind of thing yeah and that that's weird that you said that because do you remember in the 80s when we were in elementary school around the same time that cable came out is when we would have like specialists come to our school and teach us how to escape an abduction Right. Remember, kick him in the shin. Yeah, right. That was the big thing to get away from a kidnapper. Kick right. him in the shin. Right. <laughs> like, you're going to kick him in the shin. He's going to fucking drop to his knees. I don't think so. Right. Well, swift kick from a five-year-old. Now, we've, uh, you know, how many hundreds of children do we know that grew up in our area that we grew up in, in central Jersey? And uh, out of all of them. No kidnappings. No kidnappings. No. Yeah, right. It's no. just never happened. Not a one. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and. And, and, and the chances are that, you know, and we're not, we're not parents. So I understand. I know parents are like neurotic their whole, I like, I, sometimes I feel like I would like to have a kid, but I also know that I would be that parent where, where I would like to give them freedom, but every second that they're not in front of me, you're going to be worried. I'd be sitting there going, where are they? What's going on? Oh my God. I get that people get that way, but you know. The, the chances of there actually being some guy out there with candy in a fucking van looking to take your kid or right. anything like that, you know? Yeah, you should be more scared of your kid smoking a fucking joint behind the schoolyard at age eight. 
Right. Or trying to do something stupid to impress his fucking stupid friends, yeah. and, you know, and jumping off something and, and killing himself. <laughs> yeah, jumping off a big block outside of a middle school. I wasn't trying to impress any friends. I was just trying to impress myself. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to get my fucking... <laughs> you watched a movie rad one too many times? Yeah, I fucking watched it the other night. You try, did you? Yeah. You trying to get rad? I was, I'm always trying to get rad. Dude, what? I do fucking endos, curb endos, tabletops. That was uh, at the end of rad is that they had that like bitchin' obstacle course. Yeah, what was it called? It was like hell, hell something. I don't remember, but that obstacle course was the shit. That was like every kid's dream. That's why the ramps were built at the footbridge because of that movie. Oh yeah, sure. Because that obstacle course is almost the same as that fucking as the footbridge. Oh man, fuck! Now I need to know the name. Hell something. I don't remember. Was there any stars in that movie besides uh, Aunt Becky? Uh, not that I know of. Just Aunt Becky, right? Yeah. That was that movie was the first place I ever heard. Send me an angel. That's a goodie. Right now. Um, now I gotta look this up. I'm sorry. I think it was called something about fire, like fucking like the, like the Ring of Fire or something. <laughs> <laughs> if so, if fucking um, uh, Johnny Cash should do some suing. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, fuck. Uh, keep talking. Talk yes. to the audience. <laughs> well, no, I, I want to. I want to. Hell track. I knew it was hell, hell track. Something. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Hell track race was endorsed by the city in a duplicitous Duke Best. Where is that? Does it say where that's supposed to be? It's got to be California. It was all that BMX and shit. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. California, yeah, 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 Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The reason why I say California, Florida is because the GT Performer and the Mongoose Decade, those all looked like fucking like Miami Vice. Like they were always like teal and pink and chrome. And it was 80s. Yeah, that's it was fucking 80s. 80s. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess mean, that's, so, yeah. that's everything 80s is yeah. all the fucking pastels and neon colors yeah. and all that shit for sure. Like teal and mauve. I've been getting way back into bike riding. And, um, and as soon as. I have a place to store some shit and 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 more time on my hands. I'm I'm buying and restoring a BMX like a like a. Do they still make them? That's my question. They do. I I think that there's there's per, but the, I think the gap between the toys and the professional ones are much bigger now. Yeah, because it's not as big of a craze. Right. Like back when we were kids. You could buy a Diamondback for a few hundred bucks, and that was actually a really good bike. Mm-hmm. Now the Diamondbacks for a few hundred bucks, I think, are more on the toy side, and you really have to spend like a, you know a thousand bucks to get like a real deal bike or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't care. Like, I, I, I'll get, I'll go on eBay and buy a fucking frame from the fucking eighties and yeah. just build it myself. It'd be yeah, awesome. Because I saw a mongoose mountain bike the other day, and that blew my mind. I was like, fucking mongoose is. You mean all know what a mongoose is? Yeah, but the thing now is. Uh, um, um, that like before you used to have to go to, to specialty shops to get mongooses when we were kids. Yeah. Like remember Mike's bikes on the highway? Yeah, or order them from a magazine. Yeah, and shit like yeah. that. Now the mongooses are the bikes that they carry in Kmart and Walmart and shit like right. that. You know, so you know it's not even the same build. It's like a cheaper, yeah, yeah. they probably outsourced it and it's like a cheaper so fucking crazy, thing or whatever. Man. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy. I, I remember that was a huge thing. We'd all want new bikes and mongoose and Haro and uh diamond back red line red line was the tits red line was oh, i was always jealous of people that had red oh, lines they were always. so dope yeah they were also awesome. like the dopest and oh. then nothing lasted like we'd get new bikes for christmas and then by fucking june somebody would have stolen that. stolen yeah and then you just steal somebody always. else's bike and, and yeah and it just went on and on and on forever Oh man, bikes were awesome i had a sweet diamondback tail whip i'll never yeah. fucking forget i thought it. you had a diamondback reptile Oh, maybe I did. A reptile. A reptile. You're right. Maybe I did. Yeah. Where'd the tail whip come from then? Maybe you had two. Maybe I did. Yeah, because you know they were they were gone in a week. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I remember I loved that one so much because it was my first new bike, number one. And number two, it was full freestyle to the point where the brake lines actually ran through the stem so that you could go go fully around. Yeah, you know? rotor, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, and so you could do any fucking, I threw pegs on there. I was so fucking stoked. And then, yeah, like five months later, it got stolen. Yeah, gone. But that's the, I that's think the way it goes. I had a, uh, I was a mongoose guy. I think I had a decade and I had a stylist. I remember your mongoose decade. It was, I liked that bike a lot. Yeah, Was that, was it chrome or was it like teal? I remember it being teal, right? Yeah, I remember like it teal. being like a bluish color. Yeah, because the teal, my mongoose decade was a teal, but then I had a mongoose stylist, and that was like more of a dark blue. Yeah, remember the stylist? Mm-hmm. It was more dark blue, and it was less uh, less freestyle, less trick bike, and more racing bike. I right, think. it was like a lighter frame. But yeah, those things were awesome, man. 
And then yes, and we you mentioned the uh, the footbridge before. Mm-hmm. So the footbridge was a area that actually conjoined your neighborhood that you grew up in and the neighborhood that I grew up in, and it was this kind of wooded area that older kids from us and then us we maintained it. Built like a pretty like when you think about it, it was a pretty good fucking really course. Cool. It, you came around, it had a tall berm, so you could really get some mm-hmm. speed. Well, first, it had the couple of bumps. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, like the excite bike bumps. Yeah, brum, brum, brum. and then you fucking came around the berm, and then you came over, and it had like probably I don't know, I would say like a good four or five foot dip. It was a good jump. And then and then from the bottom of the dip to the top of the ramp you hit it had to be a good ten feet. I remember standing there as a kid. Maybe not 10 feet, but I remember standing there as a kid at the bottom of the dip and looking up at the top of the at, at the top of the ramp, like the lip where you would come off. So I, I would say at least eight feet high. From yeah, that, you know, probably. so you got some you got some real air. And, you got some good air. And we fucked ourselves up on that. Yeah. I fucking almost distro- broke my collarbone. I, don't, I broke my what's that shit where you land on your uh, ass and you, and you tailbone. Oh. Dude, one time I fucking tried to do a... Uh, that shit'll knock you out. <laughs> I, I tried to do a like a Hail Mary. I think they're called Hail Marys. When you go straight up you and go, down? Yeah, yeah, you hold the bike straight up mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I and I fucking... I got up way high and I and I bailed. And I let go. And I just dropped and landed right on my tailbone. And fucking... It was the worst. Like, you know in cartoons where people's... At, like so, like a grenade or something goes off in someone's ass. And they, they hold their ass and start running really quick. <laughs> That's literally what I did. I bounced off the ground. Held my ass. Left my fucking bike there and just ran home. I was like 11 years old, 12 years old. I fucking ran home like, ah! freaked the fuck out. What a time, huh? And then we had the tabletop on the other side of the walkway. It was just a little tabletop. Yeah. Someone made. Yeah, it was nice. But yeah, what a cool little thing to have. Now all the fucking people that live in the area don't want kids hanging out, so they throw all their brush and lawnmower shavings in it, and they filled it all in and shit. A friend of ours, I remember being down there one day. Now, the footbridge actually went over a creek. Yeah, and um, and you could access the creek, the, the the ramps that we're talking about to kind of paint the picture here. The ramps that we're talking about were kind of they were up above uh, the creek, which was which was uh, lower. You'd have to go down, you know, however many again five feet or something if you were to climb down. But if you really wanted to, you could go off the off the track and then go down to the creek. And what we did at one point when we got bored as kids do when you get bored of this situation you always have to make it more extreme and shit we actually made a path coming off of the berm so when you came around the berm then you could choose to either go straight and hit the main ramp or you could go right and then go down into where the creek was and then we built a ramp that in theory if you hit would launch you (laughs) over over the creek now the creek was a good i'd say six feet wide right let's say and um Everybody was like so fucking afraid to try it, and then finally, some kid in your neighborhood that we grew up with. Do I know who this is? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Um. Yeah. It's it, when you count the humps. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and um, which is a story that I never understood. Ever. <laughs> Me neither. But yeah. uh, and it was quick, quick thinking on his behalf. Yeah. So he, uh, so he said, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." As long as everybody gives. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't the quick thinking. His excuse wasn't that. <laughs> His excuse was pills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no one knows what we're talking about now. I know. Uh, oh, now you have to tell that story. Just tell the story. All right. This kid he's talking about, uh, he was like one of my first friends when I moved to Jersey because he like lived in the neighborhoods and he was older than me. So like I listened to everything he said and he told me uh, what AIDS was. And he said, you know how you get AIDS when you fuck somebody and you count the humps. <laughs> So I was a little as hell. I didn't know what the fuck that even meant. And I think I said it around some adults. And he got in trouble by his mom. And she started, like, you know, spanking him like a little kid. And she's like, what does that mean? Count the homes. So she started spanking him. As he's getting spanked, he's going, mom, I said pills. I said pills. <laughs> yeah. And see, this is a story I do not understand. You've told this story a million times. <laughs> it's kid shit. It's funnier when you do the voice. Yeah. But, but I understand why you don't yeah, yeah. want to. Um, but yeah, I don't understand why he said you would get AIDS when you, because you count the humps and then too, why his, his out plan, his cover up would be pills, pills, <laughs> six year old quick thinking. Anyway, good old fucking, uh, hump counter decided that he was going to, he was going to do the, be the daredevil to, to achieve this, but only if everybody there gave him $1, which was a good business plan because there's probably about 20, 25 of us there. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we all said yes. I remember riding my bike home to my mom and to get like, a give me a dollar. <laughs> this shit's going down. And his brother, his older brother, who was a few years older than him, was there. So he was like the enforcer and he made sure that he had the money. To collect. <laughs> Counted the money up, gave his brother the fucking the uh, the thumbs up. It was it was the most exciting thing for a bunch oh, yeah. a bunch of fucking mm-hmm. elementary school kids. Like this was the fucking moment, you know. <laughs> and uh, I remember him fucking psyching himself up. He got some speed before the excite bike ran uh, fucking bumps. Got over it real quick. He laid into the fucking berm. Went all the way to the top. Got as much speed as possible. Was cooking on his fucking BMX. Went down. Hit that fucking ramp. Got up in the air, and we were all like, "Holy fuck! This is, this is gonna happen!" <laughs> and he was fucking soaring through the air over the creek. And the only thing that he needed to do was lift his wheel up, and he might have fucking made it. Mm-hmm. But he he let the front wheel go down too far, so the front wheel hit the embankment of the other side of the creek. So in his defense, he cleared the creek. Yeah, but his that was a pretty sweet jump. Yeah, but his wheel was hit the creek, and then of course you know he just went flying and fucking literally flew off and and destroyed himself in the trees. <laughs> yeah. Like wrapped around a tree, it was like it went from being the coolest thing to the most violent thing, and then and then he and then he was like laying on the floor like, uh, uh, and we all just looked at each other and fucking took off, just fucking scattered like cockroaches, and everybody ran home and fucking watched Power Rangers and tried to forget the carnage that just happened. Why this poor kid was laying in the dirt, mangled by trees, and his older brother with his twenty five dollars was trying to get him home and explain it to his mom. Yeah, man. We were, fu- you know, at least we did shit like that, and we didn't just fucking stay home and fuck our robots. <laughs> yeah, but now that we're fucking robot age, we're like, man, we want to fuck those robots. <laughs> oh man, if I was physically able to, I'd fucking build that footbridge again, and then nobody would come. <laughs> I'd be sitting there by myself. That would be the saddest thing. Like that's that's sadder than like like a thirty five year old dude trying to go to the club and pick up twenty year olds. If you're just thirty five year old ass was digging a ramp for fucking in, in, I'm gonna bring it back. In the creek getting poison that, ivy and shit. That's like the dude who after we stopped hanging out there still went to Sycamore. It would just be the one guy standing at Sycamore waiting for it to happen. Or the dude. This my my favorite thing of all time was always the um the high school senior, the person who had graduated high school the year before. And now they're a freshman in college, or should be a freshman in college, and they come back to see their teachers. Oh yeah, and, and it's it, only been a year, and they're like, "Are you in this? Are you still in this class? You're late." <laughs> no, I graduated last year. They're like, "God, oh, just wanted to come back and say hi." And like <laughs> the, the the people in the class don't think it's cool. It's it's douche chill city, and then even the teacher was like oh cool great like, yeah. you shouldn't be here yeah uh, you got to go the bell's about to ring <laughs> i'm going to lunch <laughs> also i they pay me thirty five thousand dollars a year i hate this fucking job i never liked you as a student but i had to act that fucking way and all these assholes are here and fuck this place <laughs> at least that's how it was in jersey schools yeah i don't know for some reason the teachers in jersey always made it seem like it was fun and easy to be a teacher but i guess when you're older and you realize what you know a salary is <laughs> you fucking forget all about that shit i don't know man like i've been i've been really evaluating i need a fucking day job i need it i i i've you're you gonna know. substitute if you're gonna substitute i'm gonna sit in on that class because i gotta see it i don't know i was thinking about and i'm me- gonna heckle you <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to him i i don't i don't know I, i've just been thinking about you know what i need in my life is a unintrusive job mm-hmm. you know i've realized now at my age after all the stupid shit that i went through um job wise is what i'm talking about here that i just need something that isn't going to be my main thing but will but will afford me uh, the money i need to survive i'm not yeah. talking about being wealthy i'm just talking about being able to rent a fucking one or two bedroom apartment uh, have my fucking little have a car if I need to and save a little bit of money. Yeah, and then fucking be able to do this, be able to do the band mm. and all the, all my creative uh, things that actually give me joy in life on the side. Yeah, absolutely. That is impossible to find. <laughs> but uh, but I've been thinking lately. You'll get it. But yeah, I've been thinking. Pop up. I've been thinking lately. Like I don't know. Maybe I should go get a teaching certificate. I, I, Why not? At least try it. You know, yeah, I'm a good public speaker. I'm I'm a good I'm a good, I'm good at relating to people. Yeah, I also enjoy knowledge. Those little bastards will listen to you. I yeah, think. right. And uh, yeah, give it a whirl. So, so I don't know. I know I'm just throwing that the fuck out there. School is fun. Let me say something on the job search thing first off. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm looking for jobs every day. My thing is this: I'm not willing to 
it's weird because sometimes I feel like I'm being too picky, but uh, but I also I'm not willing to compromise. So I spent a lot of my life just uh, just trading my time for money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I don't ever want to fucking do that again. There has to be something there. Like if I was teaching, maybe I'd enjoy the fact that I'm actually helping people out or whatever. Or if I was creating something, let's say building something or or something like that. I just don't want to go into something like marketing or sales again where it's, oh, it's, it's just vapid and, and there's nothing at the end of the day. And, yeah. You know, I'm not chasing money. So so I so there's no reason for me to go into a a, a a fucking uh, occupation where the only enjoyment you get is money. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've been so I've been looking a lot. I've been it, it, most of my day is that I, I I devote at least a few hours a day to that search and uh, networking and stuff like and all that kind of shit. And I could tell you, man, I feel like people say the economy's better, and it might be. But I feel really bad for people. Well, ju- career changers like myself, but then also kids that are getting out of school right now. Oh, they're fucked. I see jobs. This is no shit. This is a straight fucking shoot. I've seen a bunch of them that I looked at them and I'm like, oh, let me see what the requirements are for this job. Or it's 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 like an occupation that I don't really know much about. So let me read what, what you need so I could just, you know, have more knowledge about it. And they're fucking legitimately, it would say requirements, uh, master's degree in whatever subject, five years experience in the job in the job uh you know uh and fucking and then i would be okay this is a for real fucking job i'd look at the fucking salary it would be thirty five thousand dollars a year yeah so these fucking money hungry fucking corporations not only do they this just shows the, the the lack of respect that they have for anybody out there or even care about they expect somebody to not just go and get their uh bachelor's and go into that insane amount of debt that 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 is needed now to get that, but then also go and get your master's, which is another insane debt load that you have to take on. Yeah. Now at this point, you're fucking twenty eight years old. Now they expect you to have five years experience on the job. So let's just say that takes you to thirty three. Maybe you're working while you get your master's or something. But let's just say you're in at least in your late twenties, early fucking thirties, in probably a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And then you fucking you go for this job, and they start paying you thirty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's a kick in the ball. It's insane. It's yeah. insane. The how we are not just running through the streets with fucking torches right now. <laughs> I, I swear to God, the more the more I look at this fucking shit, and I don't. I know I try not to get political on this podcast, but the more and more I pay attention to this political race, the state of the country right now, where it looks like it's fucking headed. And and all of that, it's it really like I I feel like there's going to be a revolution in the United States of hey, America. You could be right, Dev. I don't know. You could be right, man. I don't know. All I know is that if I fucking had if I had a master's degree in science and fucking five years working as an engineer or something someplace, and then I was looking for a job and I fucking went and interviewed for this place, and they're like, "You're hired," and I'm like, "Great," and then they gave me my first fucking check of my salary of thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> I'd fucking burn the place down. You get your first paycheck and it's 600 bucks. <laughs> yeah, before taxes. <laughs> yeah. Like, who'd fucking live on that, you know? It's crazy, it's just a, It's just a fucking money grab on every side. Oh, there you go, blowing those people again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I've been thinking about that blood. Dude, Are they condomed up? Yeah, well, if I'm going to put them in my mouth, I no guess. No condom. Who uses condoms for real? I know. Let's just talk about this for a second. Do people actually use condoms? You know what? I about a year ago I did for like a two three month stretch, and let's just say I didn't come for like two or three months. Um, uh, okay, didn't feel a goddamn thing. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I've I and uh, I've faked orgasms. Bef- I've faked many orgasms before. As a matter of fact, unless it was a one night stand or like a girl that I've only had sex with a few times. Any girl I'd say that I've had sex with more than, let's say, 10 times, I've faked an orgasm with. Because of condoms. And most of well, some of them were not condoms. Some, really? Some of them were just like... Drunkies. Crazy drunk at yeah, the end of the night. Impossible. And there's no way it's fucking ending or whatever. Yeah, no way. But, but almost all of them were fucking condoms. Always. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. It's, it's just... I don't get I it. I think I came in a condom once in my life, and that's because she was like super sexy or some shit. And I, I would have came <laughs> even without putting it in. Ooh, super sexy. Super sexy with condom. <laughs> 
Yeah, a, a, a few years ago, I was forced to use condoms for a reason that I don't even want to talk about anymore. But let's just say I was getting close to a big day, and I didn't want there to be any sort of pregnancy involved in that big gotcha. day. So I decided that a good way to go would be... With condoms. With condoms, right. <laughs> gotcha. And uh, yeah, that was a horrible few months. Like, there was really no point. Like, just abstain from fucking sex yeah, at that point. Yeah, no point. Or find it's yourself... like fucking a rubber doll. <laughs> I was going to say, or find yourself a robot to fuck. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't fucking know. How many people that uh, do you think, once the robots are fuckable, mm-hmm. right, how many people do you think ju- are just going to drop off the fucking dating scene? Probably all the gamers. Right. Well, I'm just saying. like They're just going to go from fucking their robot to playing their video games, fucking their robot, and they're not even going to try anymore. Right. And then at this point. At at that point, I mean, what is it that anybody really does if it's not to get fucking laid? You know, when you're a young guy making your bones, whether it's you're trying to play music or you're trying to create art or you're trying to be a, a fucking successful stockbroker or an architect or whatever it may be, whether your your motivation is money or or art or any of that shit, deep down underneath everything, you're just doing that to attract fucking women. You know, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you have to be. I mean, as males, that's what we do. I guess so. Yeah. We want to attract women. Uh-huh. You know, whether you come right out and say it or not. You know, like, you know, when I was playing, when we were playing in bands, you know, I was always the artiste, so I would have never said, "Yeah, I was doing this for women." But I'm down d- deep down inside. You know, if there were some hot chicks at the show, I'm like, I hope they like the way I'm singing. Yeah, you know, I like, got you. I you got know, you. like you you want to attract women. Yeah. And if you take that off the table, if you make it so easy for for young men to not have to even chase or figure out a way to attract women you see what i'm saying like it does civilization just stop at that point i believe it does i mean i think that's when people become totally honest with themselves you know like if you don't care then you just you are who you are you know you'll you'll take whatever job you'll drive whatever car you'll live by any type of means that you're comfortable at because you don't have to chase the tail and you know or if you just get tail and you don't have to chase it then you'll still be that person and you'll just be who you are and not give a shit you know you'll say what you want to say and do what you want to do and you won't have to walk on eggshells you know what i mean because sounds like you're you're getting in line for a robot (laughs) (laughs) seems like you have some fucking unresolved issues and you're thinking a robot's gonna change that shit no i'm good on the bots (laughs) I don't need bot sex. Now, I will say this. I think I'd always like a nice uh, human woman for myself. Yeah. I want the companionship. I want to be able to talk about our things. And then I want to, you know, I want to feel the heat off of a human body and the connection that you make to a human soul. It's about love. It's about connection. If the robots get good enough, though, I might bring one around for a three-way. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) That's fucked up. And then the girlfriend never asked. It's not fucking. It doesn't get uh, like all convoluted and, and fucking weird like three ways always get where one part. No one says they're upset, but then somebody always gets upset yeah, and yeah. shit like that. You like look over your girl's bag. You see the robot eating her ass like. <laughs> <laughs> just for the people at home, you just gave a big smile and a thumbs up. <laughs> A big like, robot thumbs up. Good ass eating a robot. No problem, dad, dad. <laughs> oh, man. I'm kind of into that. So anyway, we worked with a guy whose girlfriend <laughs> popped his pimples on his back. <laughs> That's what, what, we are now 45 minutes into the show, and we haven't even said the one thing that we wanted to talk about in the beginning. Well, we've done a full revolution. <laughs> the earth has spun around really fucking fast. <laughs> anyway, yes, we went to uh, when we worked at college. We worked at a pizza place, and um, there was a couple that worked there. Yep. And I guess this is where you got your hate, hate, hate bit from. Yeah, dude was a pimpled up redhead with a Fred Durst hat, and he had fucking pimples <laughs> all over the place. And inside, in between waves of customers with their meal plans, we'd be sitting around, and inside the restaurant next to the fucking uh the the cheese for the pizza and the fucking oh, and everything man. she'd be sitting on the counter with him behind him and systematically just popping pimples on his back oh man it was fucking disgusting yeah and these were like wealthy ass boily ass big red ass pimples yeah i i i, I uh, people i'm going to this is might be the first hate 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 list you agree th- with? that i agree with, with yeah you. you gotta hate them people that want to pop i understand wanting to pop your own pimples yeah 
Get I mean, it over with. there's nothing more satisfying than like a fucking. I think I even said it in my like thing the other day, where uh, you know, like it's it's firm but it's poppable, and then you pop it and it squirts on the mirror, or and something then it's like, that. like a clean, and it's a clean getaway. Like yeah. there's not like a bit. It does it. It almost just vanishes. Yes. Yeah. Like but that. that's your own pimples. That's yeah. your own pus. You deal with your own fucking weird inside excretion. Yes. The people that want to pop other people's pimples, whether you're in a relationship or not, is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Oh, and then they go for like those nose blackheads that are all snaky and shit. And they like save them and look at them and see how long they are. And it's just fucking disgusting. What's wrong with you people? One of my girlfriends in my 20s loved it and would beg me. And I'd beg I, you. I'd never I'd never let her ever once. Even, because you think that it wouldn't be gross if somebody just did it. But I still skeeved me the fuck yeah. out. And when someone else does it, they hurt you and they get in all deep and they go. They start squeezing harder than they have to. And they don't know. They don't know your body. They don't know how you have to pop them pimps. You know, what's your favorite place to get a pimple? Um, Forehead. Forehead. That's yeah. not bad because th- there's not a lot of fucking loose skin there, right. so they firm so up real n- quick. Yeah, it's a nice grip. It's a nice grip. I got two. The runner-up is the old fucking side of the nose crease when you wake up in the morning. You ever get those? Yeah, but that's not satisfying. Cause really? Not, yeah. I like that because... Because it's not a pop. It's more of just a... No, but if it's firm enough, it is. Yeah. And I like it because you don't you don't have to... You could just go like this, and it's hard for me to even explain what I'm doing through the microphone, but like grabbing your bottom nostril at your thumb and then the top with your forefinger and just pushing down, and it's okay. just like... Out that I've never, way. I've never taken that approach. It's good. It's a good approach. Now, the number one... And people that know me, Richard, they know this about me because it's one of my things that I'll tell people as soon as I meet them. All right, let's hear it. My favorite place to get a pimple, and it's very rare, but it's one of life's true joys, is getting a pimple on the inside of your ear. Have you ever had one of those? No. Ear pimples? No. No, really? Really? You're missing out on life's pleasure. And how do you get to it? This is more pleasurable than having a uh, girlfriend and a robot that are down for the three-way. <laughs> so how would you pop a pimple that's inside your ear? It's normally right on the outside area of like the, um, like right there. That what, what's that thing? Yeah. What's uh, that thing called? I don't know. Like a nuvula or some shit. <laughs> yeah. You just made that up, but that's okay. <laughs> um, right there. Yeah. That little fucking lip thing there. Every once in a while, this has probably happened two or three times in my life, a pimple will form there. And it's enough that you get get your your hand in there to pop it. Or sometimes you don't even have to like do the full squeeze. You can kind of just rub your finger against it and it'll pop. Ooh. But the reason that it is so fucking unbelievably satisfying is because the fact that it's in your ear cavity, your ear canal, <laughs> it makes the fucking popping. A, you hear it? A th- yeah, it goes. It literally goes. Squoosh. No. Oh, yeah. You oh, hear the squeeze. You're down with OPP. Oh, you're down with yourself, yeah, PP. I'm down with fucking oh, okay. MPP. Okay. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> MPP. I don't me PP. <laughs> Wait, no. That's anyway. Um, I feel you. Yes. So an ear pimple. If anybody out there fucking feels the joy of the ear pimple, let me know. I could do a very interesting thing with my nose. Okay. This I, went this I, went sideways, but I yeah, have, let's do it. I have really big pores on my nose. Uh huh. So I used to do this thing called snakes. That my ex girlfriend really loves. When you love. squeeze it in the in the fucking in the oh, the shit but it's not in. just a squeeze, my friend. I push up on my nostrils so my whole nose squishes up like pig nose, and I get several snakes. Oh, that's Would you like to see? Uh, no, no, uh, actually, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not down with OPP? No, I I just kind of got like see other people's fucking pus <laughs> coming out of their not, body. It's not a lot doesn't come out. All right, very fine, little, do it. Very fine, little. Fine, do it. Very little. Fine, do it. Ready? Oh wait, Take no, a look. you know what? Hold on, because I'm gonna get this on. <laughs> On the links? No, I'm going to get this on just so people know at home our Snapchat. All right, oh, man. Now I hope it's a good. It's a good. Uh, I hope I don't disappoint. Awkward high five is on Snapchat. You can find us. It's awkward high five. Just All right, try not to disappoint. And me. we'll Ready? put this on our story. Wait, hang on. Let me get. Let me do the thing. Hang on. You have a good view of the nose. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Go ahead. Ready? Yep. <laughs> All I see is your Yankee hat. Did we get the snakes? No, no snakes. No there. Oh, snakes. There's snakes. There's yes, snakes. Oh, yes. wipe them off. Wipe them off. <laughs> Was there a lot? What? <laughs> Was it a video or a picture? It's a video. Ah, it's an action vid. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just watching the Snapchat video. <laughs> I'm going to add that to our story. Yeah, you folks will be able to watch the snakes come out the nose <laughs> live and direct. Live and direct snakes. Anyway, yeah, if you uh, if you're a Snapchatter, because I know that's the new hip thing. Well, it's not even new, but it's the hip thing. But we're fucking approaching middle age, so we don't <laughs> even know. But um, you can follow us on there. 
Cool. And myself, Dev Ferry, is on Snapchat. So if any of you ladies out there want to send me, uh, use Snapchat for what it's really used for and send me um, <laughs> pictures of your naughty bits, I'll, I'll be happy about that as well. Well, let's make the big announcement since we're coming to the close. What's the big announcement? That we've decided this weekend in our inebriated states that we're getting back into the music game. We're getting the band back together. Getting the band back together. I knew, I honestly, I knew that um, when, you know, when I showed up back in this town, I was fucking, I had taken a good five year deficit from pretty much any creativity. Every once in a while, a song would pop out of me or something like that or a drawing or a comedy bit or something like that. But um, I, I, I knew, I think ultimately I knew that starting to create again, it, w- whether I said it or not, would lead me back to music one way or another. Of course. And I think this is, this is by far our number one thing. We love doing this. We want to do this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in doing this and finally starting to create with each other again, it just eventually got to the point where we're like, fuck it. Like, let's just start writing music. Let's do what we do. Plus, I've always felt like I have one really good hardcore album in me. Let's do it. You know, like, uh, I just feel like a good album with like 15 songs, none of them are more than three minutes, fucking hook, uh, hooky choruses, strong fucking verses, like a fucking really good seven seconds or minor threat album kind of thing. So, third time's the charm, Dev. Maybe we could actually come up with a good name for our band this time. No, no, that is impossible. <laughs> it's going to be some shitty. We name. couldn't come up with a good name for our podcast. What, <laughs> what makes you think we could come up with a good name for our the band? The Electric Shoes. <laughs> Well, here's what I'll here is what the I will put out to the A High Five listeners. If you have a name that you think would be suitable for mine and Richie and our friend Mike's new, let's just call it a punk rock band. Who knows what what kind of shit's going to come out of it? Let's just call it a punk band, a rock band, a hardcore band. If you think you have a suitable name for that, please. Send us. You could tweet it to us. Awkward hi five robot three way. You could. <laughs> it's actually not bad. Not too shabby. As of right now, robot three way is the leader. Because <laughs> there's going to be three of us. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> robot three way. That's pretty badass. Uh, that's not bad. Maybe we should just shut this contest down. <laughs> just, never. I no, win. No. <laughs> Let's act like one of our friends sent that in. <laughs> anyway, anyway, if you have, if you fucking want to help name our band. Any any way possible. Awkward High Five Podcast at Gmail, Awkward HI Five on Twitter. We're now Awkward High Five on Snapchat, um, fucking Facebook, Instagram. It's you know it, the, everything that everybody's on. Hit us up with your best name for our new band, and we will pick one that we think is the best. How about that? Does that, that sound good? good? And then and you can be our merch guy. Oh, well, I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> We can't. I want to get a fucking producer for the show. We can't even get that. I'm sick of wearing so many hats. We can't. We can't even wear, get a guest. 180 hats. That's a lot, That's of, a lot hats. of hats. <laughs> yeah, we need to start getting motherfucking guests. <laughs> but anyway, slowly but surely, I'm writing. I'm in the middle of writing songs now, and uh, and and the guy Mike who's playing bass with us is a really good songwriter too. So we're gonna get together hopefully very soon, and we're gonna start jamming again. Yeah, can't wait. And then uh, see if the old chops are still there. Hopefully, and at least put out an album and do a little bit of playing out in clubs and mm-hmm. maybe a little whatever. You know, sky's the limit. Yeah. Who knows? We'll play one song. I'll go into cardiac arrest and I'll die. I was going to ask you that uh, as we get out of here. I was going to ask you that. Number one, when's the last time that you actually played drums? Oh, probably the last show we ever played. As soon as the last song hit, bam, done. <laughs> that was it? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, I know that you gave, you literally gave my brother your drum kit right and it has been in uh north carolina for the last mm-hmm. three years or so yeah so do you think let's just say we were let's just say we're gonna get up like go there and play a lint song like a two and a half minute but with the full blast beat kind uh-huh. of thing going on you think you'd be able to make it through i'll make it through yeah i'll force myself through. Really? yeah of course i think the good thing here is that at least me and you because mike still plays he's an amazing bass player and he plays a lot with a lot of people around and everything like that so he's he's a pretty solid guy but i think the good thing here is that me and you are probably on the same rust level as far Mm -hmm. as i mean i've been writing songs and i play my acoustic all the time and everything 
but to really like i've literally just started writing songs for this band and i've just been trying to get my right hand muting like fast muting going on again you know so like the other day i just sat there for like an hour going you know over and over again damn i haven't done shit yeah so well you better start you better start getting your paradiddles together oh yeah i'll play on a pillow (laughs) so okay that's what's going on we're starting a fucking band again uh, we'll keep you updated as it goes along. But if you do have a name for a band that you think will fit our band, <laughs> it's better than Robot Three Way. It's gonna be fucking tough shoes. If you to think fill. you could top Robot Three Way as the name of our new hardcore punk band, uh, please let us know. And you know, you know where to get us in all those places. Yep. And while you're at it, leave a review on iTunes. <laughs> like an endless request that never happens. Hey, it'll help us out a lot. Want to know what I hate? People who can't take two fucking seconds out of their life to leave a fucking now. Movie. Let me defend. <laughs> let me defend the listeners here. Is that it? iTunes is fucking so convoluted and weird. You have to have an iTunes fucking account to do it, and all. It's just I understand anybody who who out there who has tried to leave us a review but but got confused about it. I totally understand. It's the uh, it's the thought that counts, but. If you do know how to navigate your way through iTunes and you want to leave us a review, just go on there and leave us a review, written review. And uh, once we have 100 of those, we're going to throw a fucking party. And it'll probably take long enough that our new band, tentatively titled Robot 3-Way, will play at that party at this point. Yes. But, um, okay. Anyway, we didn't talk about one thing that we wanted to talk about. Not a one. We love you all. Every single one of you. And we'll see you in a few short days. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.